0: Hi, and welcome to the Sailorville Church Podcast. My name is Abe Miller. I'm here with Pat Nemmers. Good afternoon. How are you? Good afternoon, Mr. Abe. Good to be back together. It's been a while since we've done a podcast together. A couple of weeks. Took a couple of weeks, and um, we're talking a little bit. We're we're actually in a big, This is a big week for us, right in the middle of uh, getting ready for Good Friday and for Easter, which is exciting. Yeah, very big week. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> go ahead.
1: <laughs> you have something to say? No, I just I mean it I mean we say it every year it's our Super Bowl. I mean it's the greatest weekend on the Christian calendar yeah. and I I get as excited today about Easter as I have in 3 decades of preaching the gospel and look forward to doing it again this weekend and not Just myself alone, uh, somebody else on our staff is going to be preaching uh, uh, on Good Friday. Uh, Why don't you tell us who's doing that? He's somebody you've actually mentored a little bit.
0: Yeah, John Nemers, who was uh, on staff here and then is now the church planting resident, which he's going out to plant a church in the Engage Network, which we're really excited about. But yeah, he'll be preaching uh, the message on Good Friday she's gonna look different because we're doing it in the gym and yeah are excited all, about what's
1: that all about we've never done a good Friday service in the gymnasium so what what are we doing a what what what's the draw are we have two I know we have two services at four and six and people can sign up for that can they not yep, yep uh what what's what's different about this Good Friday service
0: yeah I mean it's it's just a it's a it's a service but it's it's a totally different setup I mean it's in the gymnasium the sound the stage everything is in the middle and and it's gonna be an experience Different than we've ever done. Yeah, you know, with with um, video, there's technology. There's some poetry. There's some videos and some readings, and and so it's going to be really exciting. It's just different. It's a different perspective. Obviously, saying the same message. Yeah, (laughs) just different with a different perspective, which will be which will be really cool. Yeah, I mean, people will be watching
1: it from four different sides. Yeah, and uh, I was given just a little a little vignette of what they're going to be doing the other day. Very very powerful. Yeah, it will be cool. So that's Good Friday. Yep, and then uh, then Sunday we actually have four services, and uh, we've added one at seven a.m. And then uh, uh, we have our normal services after that eight, 9, 30, and eleven. We'll be baptizing in those services and powerful, powerful stories. In fact, I have to tell you, I have to tell you a story real quick. Okay, <laughs> so. One of the individuals getting baptized, and I'm not going to tell you what service because I don't want to overload because they're all going to be awesome. But one of the individuals getting baptized is a uh, a twelve year old. All the rest of them are adults who've been saved in recent days. Okay, uh, I've had the joy of being a part of a couple of those couples that have come to Christ, though I won't be the one baptizing them. Uh, the The young lady, the twelve year old. Um, just got factored in a couple of weeks ago although she was the first to have salvation come to her in the family and i didn't know anything about this but on facebook uh, a few weeks ago uh, the one of the adults getting baptized posted on there he was excited he's getting baptized you know on easter named the service and another gal that we we know personally here yeah. was formerly a member of our church yep. and now a member of one of our church plants, and she's actually a missionary that we with a Fellowship of Christian Athletes. Yep. Uh, she, I saw her get on the thread, and she's going, "What you guys got saved?" and and uh, and how did that happen? Their their dialogue and on openly on social media, mm-hmm. and the cool thing about it was, and I and I, it all came together for me then was. She ran a uh, a child care for many years out of her home, and she is a oh, she's been a fervent Christian for many years. And she makes no she doesn't cover up. She lets every parent know she's teaching them the gospel. She has like a Sunday school format, and she has fervently evangelized little kids for many many years. She just quit doing it here a couple of years ago, and the little girl getting baptized on Sunday was one of those kids, and. And she just couldn't believe it. And yeah. and I told her just moments before we did this podcast, I said, and I named her, I said, I won't name her on this thing, but I said, salvation came to the, I'm, I had the joy of leading them to the Lord, but salvation came to that family because of her, her childcare uh, ministry she had that brought the gospel to that little girl.
0: So cool. Very cool. Yeah. What's the lesson there though? I mean, like that's a long time, right? Like you think okay i'm running a child care like and then to, I, I don't know, like i've i've heard i heard that earlier that story but i mean like it, to me it was it was encouraging to say don't ever give up i mean yeah, don't, don't ever, ever under don't ever underestimate what god's going to do yeah i mean dozens and do- probably hundreds i don't think i'm exaggerating
1: hundreds of kids have gone through that and i'm sure at times she had to wonder what good is this doing you know yeah. the, but god touched that little girl's heart and as a result it snowballed, but many years later, and you've heard me say that the gospel's like a time release capsule. You just never know when it's going to pop and uh, do its work on someone. But that's part of the story of this Easter at Sailorville. And
0: that's the end of our podcast. There we go. That was really hey, good. They have a great week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that is a really cool story. It is. Very it's cool. Fun story. So, yeah, so we're, we are in the life of Christ. That's the series we've been in since December mm-hmm. of last year as we've been going through it. So, had you've you've preached a lot of those messages but there's been several other guys that have stepped in there and yep. stuff but what's that been like for you preaching through the life of christ and there's a lot to cover obviously
1: there is and you know i, I it was actually you know as you know you're a fellow elder and and uh, i don't work totally arbitrarily anymore i mean on my sermon prep i do on my sermon preparation but when it comes to choosing series and how they go we we work together on these and we agreed in this and that and it was actually uh jason jackson who yeah. came up with the idea hey let's uh, let's do a uh, a life of christ series that will start before christmas and then go beyond christmas and I mean, that just like instantly resonated with me. And for a couple of reasons. One, I loved the idea of getting a 20,000-foot view of the life of Jesus. So this is yep. not a series. I estimated it would take like 220 messages to do the whole thing. And, you know, we're doing it in like 20 or 30 or something. So taking a big view. But the other one was to get a few messages in, which we plan to do after Easter on the ascended ministry of Jesus. I mean, who preaches on the ascended ministry of Jesus? We're going to do that. It'll take us right up to the summer break. So
0: it's not going to end
1: after Easter. Right. It's, going it's not going, going to end. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. you know, he anybody who knows, you know, you know, Christianity, you know that Christ died, rose again, and then uh, in, in his glorified physical body was present on the earth for 40 days. And uh, before he ascended uh, into heaven, that's all recorded in Acts chapter one. So what happened during those 40 days? A lot. And
0: we're going to tackle it yeah. as well. So it should be fun. Yeah, that'll be cool. The uh, So, obviously, we're coming into Easter, which is, you know, it's the Super Bowl. I know you've said that. That's like yeah. the Super Bowl of Christianity. And a lot of times when you talk to people, even even Christians at times, we talk, you know, hey, like, what did what's your relationship with Jesus? What did Jesus do for you? And they're like, well, he died for my sins on the cross. And I know you have, over the years, have said, is he still dead? <laughs> is, you know, did Jesus rise from the dead? Oh, yeah, 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 Jesus rose from the dead. I mean, why, you know, we're talking about the death and the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. Like, why is that so important to Christianity and what we believe? I mean, it's obviously it's like it is the thing, but like why is it so important?
1: Yeah, it is the gospel. so, if you read First Corinthians 15, the first four verses, it it that is they it is the biblical explanation for what the gospel is. The gospel means good news and it lays it out there, the gospel. The good news is that Christ died for our sins, according to the scripture, that he was buried, and that he rose again from the dead, again, according to the scripture. And that's what makes it good news. If Jesus doesn't raise from the dead, we're just like every other world religion, you know, with some profound and wise and maybe even uh, kind-hearted leader, Uh, but every... Every kind-hearted, wise, brilliant, call them what you will leader that ever lived and died, their bones can be found wherever you look. I love the story uh, of a missionary in... uh, in a Muslim country, that uh, this happened many years ago, where thousands of of Muslims were just converging upon the streets, and just they were just cheer, cheering and chanting, and and the missionary asked uh, one of his Muslim friends, he said, "What what what's what's all the commotion? What's going on?" He goes, "You haven't heard. One of the bones of one of the bones of of uh, of Muhammad has has been has somebody got a hold of one of the bones and." Uh, and they're just rejoicing and and uh, and uh, the missionary said oh that's that's crazy cuz let me tell you something if one bone of jesus was found everything we believe in would fall apart mm-hmm. because jesus because the <laughs> resurrection would set them yep. apart you yep. know and uh, so it's and it may, and he predicted it of course so we there's an old hymn i serve a living savior he's in the world today you know and uh, so That's what makes Christianity so spectacular and so worth believing on, the Lord Jesus, that is, because he is our crucified and risen Savior. And on Sunday, we get to make a big, big deal out of that. Yeah.
0: yeah. It was funny on, uh, well, not funny, but cool. On Sunday, I was talking with our sound guy. I was standing back there, and you made a comment in the message on Sunday and you were just like super passionate and he looked over at me and he says at least we have a passionate leader (laughs) (laughs) but even just listening to you now you know like you 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 believe it I do believe you know with all your heart which we all do um but it's just fun to see your excitement especially for Easter I mean you get jacked for every Sunday but like Easter's a big deal and it's just you know everybody comes and it's yeah it's a lot of visitors and a lot of people here and you know especially baptisms which it's all about too i mean not not obviously we're saved before baptism but it's a celebration of a new creation it is and a testimony it
1: is in fact i'm glad you brought that up as you know for many years i've i've made sure we were baptizing at least one person in every service on Easter because baptism is a picture of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And so we are depicting that. And by the way, our listeners and watchers need to be reminded that the reason Christians worship on Sunday is because that's the day Jesus rose from the dead. There is a real sense all 52 weeks of the year are a celebration of Easter. They really are. So anyway... Excited yeah. about it for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, okay, so on Sunday you were talking about um, one of your points. I think it was the second point. You're talking about Jesus taking our silence. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe maybe give the the whole point there, but um, just talk a little bit about that that second point.
1: Yeah, I tell I I said the point went to, that uh, Jesus uh, took our silence before man uh, so that we wouldn't have to be silent when we stand before God, and. Uh, and uh, that's, of course, referring to his silence before uh, Herod, his silence before the religious leaders, and in Matthew 27, his silence before Pilate. And the Bible makes a big deal out of that. Of course, Isaiah said he would be like a lamb led to the slaughter, not make a sound. So it did fulfill prophecy. That's the most important thing we need to know about that. But the other thing I I focused on was the Bible tells us that every mouth will be stopped before the living God. I mean, you know, man is always running off his mouth, bragging about how great he is, bragging about how good he is, bragging about how religious he is, bragging about how kind-hearted, how benevolent he is. But all of us who know Jesus know that none of that's going to cut it when we stand before the living God. It's only going to be whether we are in Christ or out of Christ. And if we're out of Christ, we will stand before God absolutely Dumbfounded, we will be without. We, we have nothing to say. I, I de- remember I I quoted that passage from Revelation where everyone's standing before God, their sh- their mouths are shut yeah. uh, before they go into hell. But Jesus took our silence, and uh, and because He was silent, and there's those of us who know Jesus, we don't have to remain silent. We should be we should be raising the rooftops with what we believe because we're going to do it for all eternity, giving great glory to His name. And praising him with all of our hearts, with all of our souls. And I want to get as much practice in on this side of the fence as I yeah. possibly can.
0: Did you get a lot of feedback? I mean, there was the three points, but did you get the most feedback on the second point? If that, you referring to the silence yeah. thing?
1: I didn't yeah. know that. Was that the second point? I didn't know what that yeah, was. Okay. So, sure was um, yeah, I did get quite a bit. I, I had somebody come right up to me. I had more than one, but one particular testimony was somebody came up to me very sincerely they said, you know, uh, I feel like, uh, I've been wronged, uh, but, and there have been many times where I have, I have sensed, um, just the desire to, you know, defend my, defend myself and speak up. And today really challenged me to be more like Jesus and just keep my mouth shut. And if I, if there's any exoneration, Mm. if there's any vindication, it needs to come from God, and not from me. So yeah, that was a big deal. The other thing was the other the other part of the message that probably resonated with a lot of people was just uh, the whole remorse versus repentance things. That that really resonated. Are you, you remember that part of the message? Yeah,
0: that was Judas. Yeah, the yeah, Judas. yeah. I mean, talk about that one a little bit. Never well, heard. that
1: was a big deal. I mean, it wasn't really really one of the points so much, but I did make a big deal out of it because uh, you know Judas is he's alluded to in the passage as, you know, being very remorseful. He regrets what happens. He throws the money back at the feet of the Jewish leaders and goes out and hangs himself, you know? And, uh, so we read in scripture and a number of accounts for Jesus. Judas is, he, he's very remorseful. And I think sometimes that we, we tend to think that he was such a pretender and he was a pretender. He was such a fake, and he was a fake. Uh, he was so so dastardly, so satanically driven. And he was dastardly, and he was satanically driven. So then we just say we just equate that with whatever happened. There was fake. I mean, he was not remorseful. Look, he betrayed the Son of God. You know, and yeah. but I uh, I argue that he really was remorseful. I think the, I don't think the Bible's lying to us when it says he was remorseful. I think he I think he was really really sad. And uh, I think he probably cried real, real tears. Um, and I'm reminded of 2 Corinthians 7, where we're told that there's that contrast between worldly sorrow and godly sorrow. Worldly sorrow is real sorrow. It's real tears. It's really feeling bad about the things I've done that are wrong, my guilt, my sin, everything. But there's no repentance Uh, Godly sorrow, 2 Corinthians 7 says, leads us to repentance, a true clearing, a true change of life, a true joy and gratitude and worship of God and obedience to him. These are the fruits of salvation, none of which Judas had. He had remorse, but he didn't have repentance. And I would say to every listener out there, Abe, I'm really concerned, as you well know, and what we are known here at Sailorville Church is, Bible exposition, but always making the gospel very, very clear because we don't want anyone to walk out of here on any given Sunday with with an excuse to say, I, I didn't hear how to be saved. And I'm concerned about people out there who've cried buckets of tears and they yep. feel bad and, they, and they're guilt-ridden, but they've never repented. And if they don't repent, they perish, Jesus said.
0: So you kind of explained the, the difference between remorse and repentance, but like what would that practically look like for somebody like listening, right? How, how would, how would they say, I think I'm more remorseful than I am repentant. Like, how would you, how would you differentiate yeah. that? I differentiate it by saying it, you have
1: feelings, you feel bad, but nothing ever changes. And if we believe the scripture that if anyone's in Christ, they're a new creation, then they're a new creation. And if you've, if, you that are listening or watching have never changed as a result of your remorse. You've never uh, uh, turned to Christ, believing in his death and resurrection and claiming him with all of your heart and soul, trusting him as your Lord and savior. And it never resulted with any changed life. You are not. you're probably not saved. Mm. You, you've, you've had remorse, but you've, you've never truly been converted at the soul S O U L level. And, uh, and that's, you need to be. You need to be fearful right now, and and cry out to God for forgiveness, <laughs> repentance, and faith in Christ, and your your life will be changed. By the way, the word repent does mean to change your mind. Some people see I that, think that's why that's kind of weak sauce. Change your mind. I mean, it doesn't mean to change your life. Well, yeah, I mean that's the fruit of repentance, but the actual word means to change your thinking. And if you really think about it, if you change your thinking, you change. If you if your thing is changed, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, if you're, you know, if you're a slave to lust, you know, pornography, whatever, and you can feel bad about it, I'm sure you do. But if you don't, it, repentance means you change your thinking on that and you quit taking your mind there. Things change when a person yeah. really repents. That's the
0: point. Yeah, we were we were listening to a testimony of someone who's actually getting baptized this Sunday and he made a comment about how he he is a new creation. He his thinking has changed. He thinks and looks at things differently. You know, he was chasing certain things of the world. Yeah, and he, and he now he's like, That that doesn't do anything for me. I'm now content with what i have in christ you know and that but just, that's the that's the evidence of someone who's a new creation yeah their thinking has changed they look at everything differently Be- before he was like oh no i need this i need this yeah to give me joy and to fulfill me which we know doesn't do it
1: well their hearts change was that the testimony? i wasn't in there but was that testimony of the of the man who said his head was shaking his going like this and his heart was going like this shaking it. His. Uh, was that uh, one that one? I don't remember that. No. Okay. Because one of them's getting baptized. Uh, I told him a story of a guy I led to Christ many years ago. His name was Vince Sassento. Vince Sassento. What a great Italiano name. And Vince came to know Jesus. He was one of my best friends. Can you friends. tell it to us in an Italian? I uh, no, uh, don't go there. Okay. Really I thought cool. it was pretty close that, that. was close. That was, that was really bad. good. But uh, So Vince uh, was under my preaching for four straight months and uh and i'd befriended him and he was in church every week and he's listening to me preach the gospel i mean i i literally went home my was my first wife nina i'd say am i not making this clear enough i mean vince is hearing this and he's just he never he never changes i mean she goes no no you're making it clear and then we showed a movie we showed uh we showed the jesus film the old jesus film on a new year's eve we showed that film and uh and afterwards, Vince trusted Christ as Savior. It was really cool. And his whole life was changed. But that night, I said, Vince, I said, you trusted Jesus tonight watching a film? I've been preaching the gospel to you for four months. And he looked at me. I'll never forget it. He goes, Pastor, he says, I know you preach the gospel. But every time you preach the gospel, my head was going like this, shaking it up and down. Mm. But my heart was going like this. And I thought that was a great description of where a lot of people probably are. Yeah. And maybe some of our listeners, they hear all this and they go, yeah, yep, that's true. Right. But in their hearts, it's like, I am not going to change. That was Vince. And the guy, one of the guys getting baptized, he heard that story. He goes, that's my story. I, because his wife got saved on the same night he prayed. But he came to me a couple of weeks later and says, I never got saved. My heart was never in it. So I would say to our listeners, yeah. check your heart. See if it's in it. Because if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart God raised him from the dead, that's when we'll be saved.
0: Yeah, that's really good. Really good. Thanks for thanks for sharing those stories, even those stories of hearing just the practical gospel being played out and lives being changed. I think that's What's so exciting about being here in the Engage Network is like you're seeing the gospel changing hearts and lives and, you know, getting to baptize. And we hear from the Engage Network a lot of times, you know, guys are like, oh, yeah, we got seven people getting baptized and we got people getting baptized on this. They put us to shame sometimes, which is just it's just, you know, I've been here 20 years. And, you know, I remember like way back when it was just so and now it's like it's expected. I mean, you just like you expect God to do something to change somebody you know it's like every it seems like every week we're turning around and there's like hey did you hear so-and-so trusted christ did you hear so-and-so trusted christ hey so-and-so's getting baptized i mean it it is pretty surreal and amazing yeah it is to just think about it and you you know even on sunday i was in church like standing in the back and we were singing the worship and i was looking around and i i wasn't singing i was just watching the people and i'm like surprise
1: surprise abe i you you are the <laughs> consummate observer aren't you i'm like
0: There's a ton of people here Mm. and they're like, you know, all sorts of different worship, you know, hands raised, eyes closed, some sitting silent, some singing out. And you're just like, they're worshiping the Lord. I mean, there's over, you know, whatever there was, 1,300 people here worshiping, you know, the Lord. You're just like, wow, that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. cool, especially as we go into Easter and just the excitement of that and the baptisms, and it's, it's
1: going to be exciting. And you know, Abe, you did mention the Engage Network. We have people that are watching this from all around the world, and but we're we especially people that are more local. And you know, God has allowed us to see the um, the beginning and the establishment of seven churches in the Greater Engage Network. And the latest one, the newest one, tell them about that where it opens
0: up and and how they get going. You tell that story. <laughs> Are you sure you should tell it? You're, I want you, you to tell it. You screwed it.
1: up. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> out you. You're talking
0: about Ballard Creek. Yeah, of yeah. course. Ballard Creek up in Huxley is, is so. This is their this is their launch date. Yeah. I mean, this Sunday Easter is their meeting in the Ballard Middle School, which is really really cool. Uh, Stephen and Ellen Moore and their core group. Is, yeah. So this is their first public public uh, service. So yeah, it's really exciting to have another presence in Huxley and uh, we're really praying that God will do something really cool there. Yeah, amen. Amen. So if you live up, in that area, yeah.
1: you should go to Bellard Creek church. <laughs> when you say, yeah, amen. Yeah. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Hey, listen, uh, thanks for listening to us today yeah. and, uh, go to church this Easter, but go to a church that preaches the gospel. You don't have to go to an engaged church, but go to a church that preaches the gospel. If you live around here, we'd love to have you at Sailorville church, but we'd love to hear that you you went to Lakeside Fellowship in Polk City or High Point Church in Altoona or uh, Living Waters Church down in, uh, on the south side or Redeemer Church in Winterset, New City Church in, uh, in Ankeny, or as you just mentioned, Ballard Creek yeah. Church. Thrilled about that. Praise the Lord. Yep. So God bless you. Have a great week. Have a great Easter week. And remember, he has risen.
0: Yeah, thanks.